0: When you look at the beginning of Surah Taha when Allah Azza wa Jal commands Prophet Musa السلام, This is when he's first being given his mission. Now he has this extremely heavy weight on his shoulders when Allah tells him to go to Fir'aun, he's been doing essentially way too much evil for way too long. I mean, the translation may say, go to Pharaoh for indeed he has transgressed. That's kind of the bare bones of it. That's the skeleton of it. But when you think about what Fir'aun had been, do- had been doing for several years prior to that, think of that, that pain, that tyranny contained within, within this ayah. And Prophet Musa alayhi salam grew up seeing these things himself be- because he was raised within the palace of Fir'aun himself. Allah tells him to go to Fir'aun because he's, he's gone too far, he's been doing way too much. إِذْهَبْ إِلَىٰ فرعون طَغَىٰ And there's so much beauty, wisdom and depth contained within the response of Prophet Musa One thing that's very interesting right off the bat is the immediate response of Prophet Musa Alayhi is to make dua. His first response when he's, he's dealt these cards, so to speak, his immediate response is to make dua. The, this instruction he's been given is like a mountain being placed on his shoulders. His response was not, Ya Allah, can't do it, it's too difficult for me. His response was with the attitude, I can do it, but I need you to help me. It's also interesting to note, not just that he responded with dua immediately, but he responded with dua focusing on himself. So he didn't just respond with dua, he responded with dua with himself being the primary focus. He did not respond by making dua, asking Allah to fix the heart of Fir'aun, to guide him to, you know, this or that. He didn't, respond with that perspective, he responded with dua, but it's very interesting that what he was focusing on was within himself. And we, we find this time and time again throughout the Qur'an and the Sunnah. Time and time again when Prophet Yunus ends up in the belly of the whale, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا أنت سُبْحَانَكَ إِنِّي كنت من الظالمين. He ends up in the belly of the whale, he asks Allah to forgive him, he looks internally first. So Prophet Musa Alayhi he's salam, he's given this massive task and his response is to make du'a regarding himself primarily. And what's the first thing he asks Allah? قَالَ لِي صدري. He says, my Lord, expand for me my chest. I need to feel internally like I have the confidence to do this. So you notice something when you read between the lines here his attitude is I can do it but ya Allah I need you to help me every step along the way And then what do you find later in nani wa ara la Allah was with him every step of the way Allah supported him every step of the way and when you look at how monumental this mission was it it really this story specifically when you connect with it it really boosts your confidence. His immediate response was asking Allah to expand his chest. Expand for me my chest. And make easy for me my task. And remove the impediment from my tongue. And make him understand my message, what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Because even if the impediment is removed from my tongue, there may still be some static. So for me, let me do my part as best I can to communicate properly. But even if I do a perfect job, there's still another, another person on the other side. So it's not just help me to do my half, but on their end, make them receptive to my message. Because even if someone, if they have a radio station and they're putting out a perfectly clear signal, if the person on the receiving end, if they're, if they're not tuned into the right channel, they're not going to hear that perfect message, that perfect signal. So there has to be both. It has to be put out in a clear way, and then it also has to be received in a clear way. So he's asking Allah for both. Yafqahu qawli. And then look at what he asks right after that, and this is what I specifically want to press upon just a little bit, and I won't take, I won't take too much time in this regard. He asks Allah for these things. And then what does he say? And I want to tie this in with the challenging times that we're in. We ask Allah to make things easy for all of us and for people in general. What does he ask Allah after that? After he says, يَفْقَهُ Wa وَجَعَلْ لِي وَزِيرًا مِّنْ أَهْلِي This is very interesting, SubhanAllah. Who was Prophet Musa? Prophet Musa was tall, dark and handsome. Prophet Musa was very tall and very strong. He was so strong and so muscular to the point that he accidentally killed a man when trying to break up a fight. He accidentally killed that person. This, so think of how big and strong he was, عليه السلام. Even then he recognizes, I cannot go it alone. I cannot do this alone. This is very relevant to us, especially these days, especially for us as men. Why? Because a lot of the time, the man wants to hide any fear that may be there and act like there's never any fear. But look at the story of Prophet Musa. There was fear there, and Allah comforted that fear and helped him through that. Even he recognized, as big and strong as he was, as courageous as he was, as strong as his personality was, he recognized from the beginning, I cannot do this alone. We all need support. We all need other people. We all need each other to, you know, different levels and different capacities. Right? There, Everyone has a need for diet, exercise, sleep, and support, especially support. And that support can... There there are different grades of support. There can be talking to friends, there can be talking to family members. And there are many times when there's something more that's needed to speak to a counselor, to speak to a therapist, and that's okay, especially for a man. A lot of the time that's completely left to the side. And it seems as if it's abnormal. There's this stigma. So unfortunately, that stigma exists. Which probably makes shaitan very happy because there's so much bad and and so many problems and trouble and trauma that is continued when it's not dealt with professionally. You know, there's an expression, nobody will listen like a paid therapist. <laughs> SubhanAllah. Instead of passing trauma from from generation to generation, That's where the stigma should be. The stigma should not be for the person having the courage to go and try to undo those knots because they don't want to constantly snap at their family, to constantly unleash their anger at their family because they still have trauma that has not been dealt with. Because they still have childhood trauma that has not been dealt with. Time does not heal all wounds. It doesn't. It can heal some. But unfortunately, part of the human condition, there can be very deeply rooted wounds, especially, specifically in childhood, especially the first seven years. And if they're not dealt with professionally, they're not just going to fade away, they're not just going to go away. And doing other things, although they may be extremely helpful, combined will not necessarily be enough unless it is dealt with specifically with the right professional. Everyone has a need for support. وَجْعَلْ لِي وَزِيرًا مِّنْ And I know the perfect person for the job. وَجْعَلْ لِي وَزِيرًا مِّنْ Give me a helper from my family. Give me a helper. I can't do this alone. right? He has this talent, he has this skill. I know I can't do this alone. وَجْعَلْ لِي وَزِيرًا مِّنْ Aaron is my brother. Harun is my brother. And look at how Allah responded to the du'a Allah responded that, you got it You're asking me for one, two, three, four, five, six Du'a has been accepted, du'a has been answered And Allah gave Prophethood to his brother, to Prophet Harun اِذْهَبَا إِلَىٰ فِرْعَوْنَ Both of you now go to Fir'aun And they did but there's this need for support, especially the heavier the burden, the more the need for support. Not the less need for support. We can't, We can't. a lot of the time as men, we want to bottle it up and hide everything from everyone. But we can't hide that pain from Allah. And we can't hide it from our immediate family because when those fireworks go off, it could be from something small and random. That's not fair to them. That's not fair to them. And there's this extremely important word in connection with counseling, with therapy, is confidentiality. No one else is going to know. And that is a condition in order for, for that realm to function and to help and to heal. It remains confidential. It does and it has to. That, that's the, the, the name of the game when it comes to those spaces. That's why that safe space is considered a safe space. Because by law, that has to be. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us We ask Allah to heal any and all wounds that we may have We ask Allah to help any and all of us with any burdens that we may have We ask Allah to give us the support that we need And we ask Allah to help us to reach out for for the support that we may need We have to do our part as well It's extremely difficult There are times when we need to reach out for help But there are other times when people find it too difficult to reach out They need other people to reach in in order to help them to get up, we have to try our best to do what we can to help ourselves and to help others. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us and to gather all of us in paradise where there is no pain, there is only pleasure in paradise.